0: Feeling a bit like Alice, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Curiosity often leads to trouble.
1: You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
0: I'm awake. Are you? Let's go now to our new episode of the Unfiltered Rise with me, Heidi Love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Rise. And today I have with me Matt from the Great Deception podcast, which I'm very honored to have you as a guest. Thank you for coming on. Matt, how are you doing tonight?
1: Oh, great. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah, I'm excited, I was excited to excited. talk because, uh, <laughs> you know, just talking to you as, as we introduce each other, uh, it was like, oh man, this is, this <laughs> yeah, is, I'm a studier.
0: To- yeah. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I always tell everyone, I'm like, people, people see me or they see my profile stuff. And they're like, I think I've been told that was more than I expected. I didn't think you would know that much. I'm like, oh no, I'm a nerd, <laughs> which I, I rally with. We have to learn.
1: See, but right? that's what most podcasters are. Yeah, we're all nerds yeah. at heart because you know nobody spends this much time looking at this weird and yeah. you know it's kind of counterculture, right? Because it's right. not part of the narrative, and it it if you think of the narrative as like a patchwork, <laughs> it starts tearing at the seams of it, and the mm-hmm. more of it you start tearing that fabric that blanket starts falling apart and this is one of those things that really starts tearing at the seams of this whole narrative that they've given to us as the history of america and
0: oh yeah i don't believe any of it anymore i i saw not only your stuff but uh, mind unveiled have you seen yep. mind unveiled stuff I love that. once work. i watched that i was like oh my gosh ruined christmas by the no i still do it but I was like, holy crap, you know, and sharing with everyone. But then they start, like you, you said before the we started, it was like, yeah, you try to share it and tell people stuff and they're like, you're so crazy. You go take yeah. your meds, you know? Oh, that,
1: but see, I like that because if everybody yeah. was into it, I don't think it would be that interesting. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. if, if this becomes mainstream, I'm going to have to find something else that's a little obscure to get into because, <laughs> you know, the mainstream stuff bores me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And well, I just think it's, you're always going to have the people that believe. And like, we talked a little tiny bit about 2020, because you were saying when you got into the game, and there's been actual, you know, operations where they have done things to people for mind control, where they've taught them something, and they've only done it in fear for 30 days. And then they tried to reverse it. And like the sky is purple. We'll just say that. And then they, they come back later. The very person that told you the lie and say, no, no, the sky is blue. Don't worry. It's blue. And they will never change. No matter if you show them, no matter if you prove it, no matter if you are the person that said it, it will never change because it was told to them in fear.
1: And so this is where we're at. And, and one of the old, like, I think he's like a 70s, late 60s, 70s artist. Harry Chapin was like a kind of a folk singer. And one of his songs are called Flowers Are Red. And it's just that point. It's this kid <laughs> who goes to kindergarten and he starts drawing flowers of all different colors. And the teacher's like, no, 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 flowers are only red. And yeah. so he gets yelled at. So next day they start drawing flowers again. He starts drawing all these colors. She's like, no, they're red. So- After time that goes on, he transfers schools. He goes to the new school and he goes and he starts and she goes, okay, draw the flowers. And he draws them all red. And she's like, well, what about all the different colors? He goes, no, flowers are just red, you know? And so they basically beat it into him that, and it's exactly what you're saying that, you know, after time and, and with kids, they're so malleable. And, and what we're talking about tonight is all about kids. And it's, and even today. You know, you look at what's going on in modern times, modern politics. Where's the emphasis right now? It's on the kids, whether it's medical injections, whether it's medical procedures, whether it's pharmaceuticals they want to get them on. There is an attack on children in today's, uh, you know, in our country. And it's bad. Absolutely.
0: Well, and even other countries don't do what we do. Like if you go to other countries, they don't even have the same approved foods we do. They don't have, they don't give their kids certain things. They, their food, by the way, I've traveled all over. It's better. Their Coke is better. I know you shouldn't drink Coke, but it's better there. Like, I I mean, there's certain things that you're going to do no matter what, but like at least if we could minimize the damage and they're doing it on purpose. And, and people joke about it in other countries. They're like, America poisons their own kids. Poisons and
1: traumatizes.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I watched it with, I have a daughter that's very much one that does not fit in a box. And she's my straggler. She's my last of six. And she's, uh, she's 10. And my son is 16. That's the next one up. And then I've got even kids way older. I've got almost a 28 year old that's got a baby, everything. So I've got all these kids that have been pretty okay in the school system, but this one, she has real bad ADHD, but she doesn't have the kind that hurts anyone. She's not violent. She's not mean. She's not, she's disruptive in a way. Cause she wants to talk to everyone. She wants to, you know, do her own way, like whatever, draw the flowers, her own color. And so sure enough, we got to the point where we were just like, you know what, this is, not- I think there was one day where she had an argument with the teacher over shoelaces and I was just done. I was like, look, if you can't even help her with shoelaces, like I don't trust you. First of all, second yeah. of all, you have her so frustrated. She's like losing it. Cause she missed recess. Cause you didn't help her with her shoelaces. And she said, well, I never said I, I- she had to tie them before I just said, I'm not going to time for you. I'm like, so you made it impossible, and so I went to the school that day, and I literally pulled her out of school, and I was just done. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to put you in a Montessori school, and that's what we're going to do, and that's what we did. And she's never yeah, it's back unfortunate.
1: Public. <laughs> public schools are are bad right now, you know, and there's no incentive for the teachers to to push harder. Everything's standardized nope. tests and. That's mm-hmm. how they get all their funding, so that's what they push towards, and that standardized testing is from Bill and Melinda Gates.
0: Yeah, and we
1: know what they love to do to <laughs> children. So, oh yeah, you know, it's just it's a it's a cycle. You know, it
0: really it's, and they certainly don't care about uh, my kids or impoverished kids or anybody else's kids. Like, if people like think that he cares about you, you you've really lost it. Like at some point you have to understand people always say like my mom was a hard one because she grew up in a time where the government was pushed like really a lot of patriotic and this and that. And they wouldn't do that. They love us. And I'm like, they don't love you. You're a cockroach. Right. You know, do you love the cockroach? Do you think about their families before you kill them in your house? Cause you don't, you know, that you're no different to them. And she just couldn't, she, for a long time, she couldn't, she's there now, but she just could not get past that. Like they, why would they do that? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, mom, they, they hate you. Like, what do you mean?
1: <laughs> they've, they've trained you to, to love them, you know, yeah. to worship them in a sense, to obey, and trust, trust. Yes. So,
0: and, yeah. and, and they bring God into it a little bit. And my son was one that brought that to me. He said, mom, you teach me all about God. You teach me all about this stuff. And he came home one day, he said, I got in trouble. And I was like, Oh Lord, what'd you do? <laughs> He's a good kid. And I said, why? What happened? And he said, I, I'm not doing the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. There's no way. And I'm like, Well, you have to stand up at least because we have people in our family that were in the military and have died and like served. And he said, No, no, I don't have a problem with any of that. I don't want to say anything that I'm pledging to anything other than God. Like you, it's like a weird symbolized thing. You've taught me all about you this. Know. And I had to, I had to sit there and go, Oh my gosh. Okay, you know, what, I'll talk to the teacher, yeah. and what's
1: even scarier is you have to question who is the God that yeah. they are referencing? yep, because is it yep. the is it the one that everyone else is, or is it the okay. God that this nation is built on, which isn't the the one everyone thinks it is?
0: No, it's uh, definitely, I would say more so gods than God. And yes, there are multiple. And if you do any of your research, if you go into occultism, if you go into mythology, if you go into any kind of other religion, other than a Christ centered, now take Christ out of it, any other religion, you're going to have a big surprise. Because at the end of it all, a lot of times it leads back to these same things we're talking about. And I I think that that there were things here that we didn't fully understand. I think there was many tribes of giants, just like Genesis six says, I just talked to Ryan Peterson about this last week and we had a good talk about this, but I was already an easy sell because I already knew. And I, I know that if you, if you go back to native Americans, they knew They talked about it openly. The reason why you say how is because they're checking how many fingers are on your, your palm because they had six and that was really widely known. And if you go through each one of their tribes, they have different names, but they all have names for giants, every Mm -hmm. one of them. And so, you know, this was a cleansing. I believe when I found your, all of your stuff and the orphan train thing, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to this guy. Cause I was like, this was the whitening of America. Where do you know that is so white? We aren't normally white. Like, I mean, Africa, like Adam and Eve, all the people it's like Browns and mixes of Browns and black. Like, it's really not, if you were white, you were just light skin, Brown, (laughs) Like, it wasn't white, you know? Um, and I believe they were trying just like Hitler. And I know people are going to just go on me for that. But like, this is an agenda that has lived far before he. This is an agenda to be like a creator that they saw, which the Nephilim were white. They just were. And so.
1: Well, and the colonial <clears throat> powers, right? That's who were were. I mean, that's who I look at as kind of the antichrist of this realm right yep. now, because you look at the devastation and destruction they've done all over the world and everywhere they went, it was conversion or death, mm-hmm. you know, conversion there was, or
0: death, yep.
1: yeah. And, and the, uh, the American genocide is one of the most disturbing ones because it, you look at it. And the way it's portrayed, and you know, coming off of Thanksgiving recently, you look at the whole story of you know the the Puritans and the Indians, and that that didn't end well. It didn't happen, yeah. N- well, no. and it didn't
0: happen the way they said they didn't sit down and break bread and have corn. No, that wasn't. I mean
1: it's it's and why no. pick that story, right? Yeah. It's and and so we go back to we'll go back to the eighteen hundreds. And you're looking at it, and this is absolutely what you're talking about. It's the whitening of America, it's mm-hmm. the you know, European Europeanization of it, it's taking the color out of it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And the, and who ran that? Who ran that show? The Freemasons did. And they've always been a hundred percent, even if you and this is why I knew with what you were saying was true because Mormonism is just a branch of Freemasonry. Let's be honest, like it is. And so when I went down that rabbit hole and listened to all your stuff, I was like, no, this makes a lot of sense because they would say in Mormonism that they wanted everyone to become more white and delightsome. It's Mm -hmm. in their book of Mormon. And so, and they were very against like bringing African-Americans into the church. They they withheld the priesthood till 1978. They were really racist. And I think there was a reason. And it was more than just like, because it wasn't just because of the times it, it had to do with their ancestry and keeping things pure. I think they knew certain things. I do. I truly do. You you know, some of these clubs have, you know, big clubs, and we're not in them, right? Like I was in that one, but I'm a woman. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. but you watch it and it's
1: just like you watch over time, and it was it was just a whitening of America. And then what's even crazier is to cap it all off, they have the great white exposition in Chicago in 1893, and this is like kind of the ribbon cutting ceremony, so to speak, of going from the old world to this new world they want to have, and mm-hmm. it's it's it all in the timeline of things. It all works to this, and it's exactly yes. what you said. They are they are whitening and expanding their presence in this what they claim is a new world, but they've you know there's been people here since time immemorial.
0: A confiscated world. It's a confiscated world. Yeah. I mean, world. it's
1: it's yeah. and here's the other mm-hmm. thing though. I think it's changed hands multiple times, mm-hmm. right? I think there were people here before what we see as the Native Americans, right? And I think Oh
0: no, there were. Yeah. Yeah, there were and cities. It's, it's like they we built we, all this.
1: We just look back one generation, you know, and that's mm-hmm. my thing with looking at this history, and I have such a hard time believing it because it's such a short time frame when you look at it. And then you get into timeline manipulation, which we won't even talk about tonight.
0: No, but
1: I, that's a whole nother thing that jumbles this whole thing up. So you can't really tell what's real, what happened when, because it just doesn't add up.
0: No. And, and, and the fact is, is that like with the Mormons, the whole reason why I got into old world stuff too, is there's no way they built that Salt Lake temple. There's absolutely no way that was here. I'm hundred percent certain that was here. It was part of the mud flood. If you look at old pictures of it, it goes four more stories underground and they proved it. John Levi did a big expose on it when they were redoing it and restructuring it for earthquake safety. Yep. And he went down there and did this big expose. And I'm like, there's no way that was, that was already there. That was definitely our, and not just that building, many buildings. I mean, you can go to other countries and I was telling you, like I've been all over and my daughter was a flight attendant i'm not extremely wealthy i just got really lucky for a little while <laughs> and so we went to paris we went to rome we went all these places we went to venice when you go and you step inside some of those places man i mean there were times when i w- i would go back after the evening was over and i was just done i was wiped like it's a weird feeling it's a weird place to be
1: well it's energetic you know mm-hmm. those places are built on energetic grounds they are constructed in a symmetrical manner you know to harness to generate to you know resonate whatever, whatever the way they are specifically designed it's an energy you know it, it it's like a pyramid is the way i look at it that's what the, the a yeah. lot of these cathedrals and old buildings are i mean you look at it they're just giant resonators
0: Absolutely. And I think that they knew that and they harnessed it. I think that they definitely with all of the coils and different things that they used to put on top of buildings. And I definitely think they had way more air travel, the whole vanilla sky thing. I'm like, Nope, this is definitely, there is something up with this stuff. I mean, Well, and you,
1: you look down to the materials, right? Even the materials they built with the red bricks, the uh, granite, which has a lot of quartz in it. Which mm-hmm. is very conductive. They're conductive materials, and it's been proven that they can harness electricity. And then you look at them, like you said, the spires that go up to the sky. Well, from those spires, you also usually had a copper wire or copper rod that went into the grounds. And so, anyone that knows anything about uh, electroculture, which is you know using the earth's energy to grow vegetation, you take a little bit of copper you you wrap it and bury a little in the soil, have a little bit coming out above the ground, it will yield you a better growth in your plants because it is harnessing, there's a natural energy. And I was listening today uh, to the Wicked Planet podcast, Ron from New England. Ron, is, yeah. Just had a new one out and they're talking about Hawaii. And the guy that he has on was talking about the voltage between the ground and the sky and the amount of voltage i can't remember offhand but it's significant all Mm -hmm. you have to do is find a way to harness it and i think that's what a lot of these churches are and a (laughs) lot of these old buildings are they are put on strategic points to act together and work together and then you add in the bells right? Which is a frequency that, that heals the body. Why did they take away all bells from churches? No, you know, no one has a real bell anymore. Not anyone well,
0: that. Yeah. And they added, they added the pews later. You used to go there and lay down. Yes. And so yeah, people don't understand they've lost. It's like my uncle always says you're one generation away from disappearing. He always yes. tells me this, right? Cause he's, We talk a lot. He used to be a Green Beret and he's retired and he's heavily like he was in the special force. He he knows a lot of stuff. okay. And we always talk and he's like, you think that that thing in Hawaii was an accident? Like he he flat told me no effing way. Like, oh,
1: there's no way. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, He's like, there are things in this world that I mean, he's not going to break it down, but he he'll give me a head nod, you know, and he tells me all the time. He's like, no, we've, we've had this kind of stuff forever. This isn't a new thing that we've had this for years. Yeah. And people don't think it's real. And, and meanwhile, we're on Bluetooth in my ear. Why does it work? I don't know. And we're talking and you're clear across the country from me. And how does that work? I don't know. And nobody cares to really care either. As long as they're no. playing their video games and ordering pizza, it's fine. And we are. I, I, I by the pizza. way,
1: yeah. you know, because these are all <laughs> this is all magic. That how we do this. It's all crystal. It's all using crystals. And people are like, oh no, no, no. This I don't do that. Yes, you do. Anyone that talks on a phone where you look yes. at someone else, you are using crystals. That is and- a
0: liquid crystal display, and this knowledge came from John D. It's a Nokia magic, a hundred percent
1: absolutely 100 yes. oh, again it, i mean you can go either way with it you can go down any rabbit hole you want with this stuff it all comes back and it's all connected and anybody that tells mm-hmm. you differently like how could it be well it's connected but it's compartmentalized right? right and that's what they did like if you you know circling back to the the whole concept of the orphan trains like that's what they did with this they compartmentalized it so then not everyone knew the whole project that was going on, except for the, you know, elite circle of it running it. But there were a lot of people involved who thought, you know, and, and, and it goes back to, you know, some of the people that were in 2020 and such that thought they were doing the right thing and trying to help other people. That's what I feel like these people some in do. these orphan, orphan some trains. Do. <laughs> well, I think yeah, some do. I guess some
0: know. Some are of true heart and I feel like some were like actually good people, but I think some of them are the Bill Gates of their day and they knew they knew oh, absolutely 100%. no. I, I think
1: yep. honestly, I think the majority knew yes. that it, but they were afraid to say anything. But uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the rest of them, I think they were it was just ignorance is bliss, you know. We like we talked about before the, the indoctrination has been very well programmed into us <laughs> to trust authority, to obey. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of programming clicked on people and that's what they locked into.
0: Well, like Mark, I, Hoff, like Mark Hoffman's wife, I don't know if you, do you know who that is. No, he, he did these bombs against the church, the Mormon church. Okay. But his wife was in the house. He's making bombs in his office and he's this rare documents dealer. And she never once stepped in the office. And they said to her, well, didn't you want to go in there? Like she said, oh, he told me not to. <laughs> and so she knew something was up. Like you're saying, you yeah. know, but but she just was happy to not. She said it was one less room to clean. That was her quote.
1: Hey, I don't, yep. I don't blame her. If I, you know, if I'm with somebody and they're yep. like, hey, you might want to stay out of this room. I'm like, all right, unless you yeah, give me a so... reason to to question why I need to go in that room, I'm staying out of there.
0: Yeah. But that's what a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't want to get in the middle of it,
1: you know? And and that's what they did in the, in, you know, because what they started doing with all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, there's all these kids, you know? Right. So what do they start doing? They start building these orphanages. Well, who runs the orphanages? A lot of the times it's the, um, uh, what's their name? Odd fellows were a lot of them. Yes. I was going to say the funny hat guys, the odd fellows. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and who, who works in conjunction with them is usually the Freemasons. Mm -hmm. So these two groups, uh, odd fellows usually ended up running the asylums, orphanages, whatever you want to call them for these kids. And so they're all over the East coast. Now, Mm -hmm. mind you, that's where the heavy presence of the population is. And at this time, what else is going on? They're trying to get this push west, right? But there's natives in the way. There's uh, not easy routes of travel that we're told of at that time, So there's a lot of factors why you just can't, you know, roll it out that way. So what they're doing is they're gradually gaining ground and pushing and holding territory. Gee.
0: Well, and who's unassuming a child is very, a very unassuming thing. Like even a Native American sees a kid, even if you're at war with the other tribe, whatever, you're at war with the white man, you're probably not going to kill a kid. Probably not. You yeah. know, you're going to you're going to look at that as a non threat to you. And so, you know, it's an insidious thing, though, because in 20 years from there, that's they've taken over your land because they have populated and made a whole colony. You know, I mean, yeah. that's part and, of and the
1: kicker of it was every <laughs> treaty that we made with the natives. We broke. And, and I, I don't. OK, let me stop. I, I don't I hate saying we the United States government that's not yeah. me it's not you that's not it's me. none of us so the United States government broke every treaty that they made with the natives so yes. the natives would agree to a deal and then next thing you know it would get broken and they just keep getting pushed and eventually it got to the point where they were beaten down to and pushed to reservations and this is mm-hmm. that same time frame of the 1800s yes so and then
0: i think i think they knew too they started finding out little ways to get to them like there's no way they would just secede to that i think they found ways like oh you want tobacco you want alcohol you want easy things you want comforts you i mean just think of the things that they do to us to get us to comply you want it to be easy and another
1: thing they did they slaughtered millions of buffalo intentionally So that they would not have a source of food, clothing, you know, everything. Because that was a very important piece of the native culture, especially those in the Plains tribes. And they just went out and slaughtered them. And they would send people on trains and just shoot as many buffalo as you can as the train rolls through town. And they just leave them out there to rot, which is, you know, on top of everything, So disrespectful and so disgusting, and but it's what the United States government love to do is just mm-hmm. that it's it's a terror campaign, right? If you think about it, <laughs> because what are we talking about? We're 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 not just talking about natives that are, uh, uh, you know, on the attack. We're talking about settlements that have been there for how long? You know, we don't know how long, and and things like that, because and and like you mentioned before the biggest thing they wanted to do i think was to capture that oral history yes and suppress yep. that oral history because i think there's a lot more to this land than the white story that we've been told nowadays the colonial tale of the united states
0: yeah it's definitely and people have such a funny I mean, they'll gladly jump in and believe that we formed this United States of America for religious freedom. But if you turn it around and say, uh uh-huh, but do you know what religion they were fighting for? This is about Freemasonry. This is about other gods, uh, plural. This is not about the God. This is not as much about Christianity as you might want to believe. Do they mask it under that? For sure. It's way easier. Not that every person that came here was about that, but the main people in charge, they were. They were Freemasons. Period. And I mean, it's it's not even disputed. They no. know. Everyone knows that.
1: So. No, it's it's open. It's public. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to put two and two together. They don't want to assume that like you look at the apotheosis of Washington in the on the ceiling of the rotunda of the Capitol. Yes. It's all. Greek gods. It's mm-hmm. all it's Washington with a bunch of Greek gods, and it's yeah. it tells you right there. But people don't want to see it, so what do they have to do? They have the the way they get rid of this is by brainwashing, right? And what better way to start? Ha- who who would you start with if you're going to brainwash people?
0: Yeah, I would definitely start with the people that are resisting.
1: Yeah, that's and for kids, sure. Right, yeah, and go after the children. So. Yeah what do they, you know, lock up all the ones. Yeah. Lock up the
0: ones that won't comply. (laughs) Oh,
1: and that's why you see, what do you see in this same time? Tons of asylums, right? These aren't,
0: and and these are not people. If you have not looked at pictures of these asylums, they are villages. This is a, this is not a building Yeah, This is like a whole gated off multiple building areas, huge. I mean, yeah. the one in New York is gigantic. I can't they're, remember. Yeah,
1: they're all stone. They're all huge complexes usually. And you think like, why would they go through all this effort for crazy people or right. for kids? And they're you fancy.
0: Know? They're like and, super fancy too. Oh,
1: they're they're beyond <laughs> intricate. You yeah. know, the, the construction on them is, it's stuff we can't do today. No, or, and or they kids.
0: withstand, they still yeah. stand. It's yes. so unless they tear them down, they stand until they they don't fall. It's yeah, it's like wild. And so, yeah, they repurposed them. I'm sure some of them. But
1: so all of a sudden in like the 1850s, there's all these orphans, you know, in New York City. It's something like uh, over 50 percent of the population is orphans at the time mm-hmm. in the in the early 1850s. So. Uh, coincidentally there's a guy named Charles Loring Brace who happens to be a Freemason that sees all these full orphanages and says, man, there's gotta be something we can do with these kids. And actually I'll pull it up right here because his, his, uh, his quotes are quite interesting. When you look at him, Uh, where is he? Here he is. So, he's, he founded the Children's Aid Society. And as we know, with names, whenever we uh, think the opposite, right? So when you hear aid, it's not to help. It's usually some other way. Um, So he came up with the idea. And what he decided was that these kids should go have a family life with the pioneers going out west with the farmers that needed hands to work the farms so he said the best of all asylums for the outcast child is the farmer's home the great duty is to get these children of unhappy fortune utterly out of the surroundings and send them uh, away to a kind christian homes in the country right
0: and the funny the funny thing is is this has been put into your movies and you don't even recognize it because even into the point when i was a young girl like think of the princess bride what did they call the boy he was the farm boy and this has been told all the time to you who's the farm boy like when the heck did that become a thing it just was a thing and this was worse than slavery because they were put up on a stage. They were not bought. They were given for free. And that you just went there and looked at the stage. And that's why it's called Put Up for Adoption, because they put them up. And you would go look at their teeth and their bodies, and the big ones would go first. And it's so sad. It was well, just- what's
1: what's even crazier is I was <laughs> there's a documentary on Amazon, if anybody's interested. It's like an hour long. It's called West by Orphan Train. And they go through and talk about a couple specific instances of of kids that went through it. But they were talking about, you know, people would send in requests to say, you know, I need a kid with brown, uh, a boy with brown hair and brown eyes. And they would find a kid with brown hair and brown eyes that would meet it. They'd send it to the family. Now, if the family, if it met its expectations, the family would end up keeping the child. If not, they would send it back. Think about the trauma to that kid he's just being pushed around he has no say in where he's going um if there was any issues with the family you know abuse anything like you don't know where you're going these it's not like when they sent these kids to families there was like child services following up and seeing what kind of conditions they were in so a lot of these kids were treated like farmhands you know they were and they said like
0: Well, a couple on PBS, there's some really old docs on PBS that they actually interviewed some of these kids and they said, yeah, I went to three or four homes before I finally was old enough to emancipate and get married. And a lot of these stories were the same. And one girl did have a good home. She had a really good family. And she said, I went to go try to find out any information on my real parents, because unlike most people back then, you didn't ask about adoption. You didn't talk about adoption. If you were lucky enough to be adopted, you were their kid. And that was all. And that was what you got. You didn't hear about, you know, your mother, this or your father, that or whatever, And so she went back because her dad did. He was more open and said, oh, we blessed you here. We got you from this orphanage in New York, blah, blah, blah. So she went to go try to get records. And they said, as soon as you were blessed in the church in the Catholic church with your new parents baptized with your new parents names, that is your name. That is the only record we have of you. And they've erased all these children.
1: Yes, they gave them all numbers. Right. And and it's it's one of those things where I wonder uh, on multiple fronts that a these kids probably wouldn't have been in the system because they seem like they were kind of fringe to begin with. And a lot of them were foreigners, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't have been in our system anyway. But this is a way now to start tracking. And, you know, it, it's. <laughs> equivalent of a of slave trade in a sense yep. you know i i hate to to make the comparison the but it is it's they're numbering these kids and they're moving them around on trains and they go to whomever there's no and the weird
0: part. yeah there's and there and the weird part too is no black riders no brown riders not allowed that's now, why we get back to whitening why is America so white? It's one of the few countries that is, it doesn't make any sense when you rewind it, you know, into back in the world, it wasn't this way. And so of course there was an agenda as always.
1: Yeah. And, and so how does this tie in on multiple levels? Well, then you take these orphans and they would go on these trains and through, well, in in another big thing in the late 1800s were these world fairs, which are just mm-hmm. spectacles where it was basically showing you the world of tomorrow and what was, was the to world come. of yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and so in Chicago, <laughs> they would bring these kids in and they would indoctrinate them. They would take them through and they would have uh, little booklets that they would go through and they would have to write things down. And it was an indoctrination camp. They would go through and then they would put them on the train, move them along.
0: So they were brainwashing these
1: kids to learn the new narrative and then moving them along.
0: And then the sad thing is, is it goes right back to the Nazi regime type thing is, The brown shirts became the good orphans that were the ones that did it well to teach the next orphans. This is how you're going to be because the odd fellows oftentimes became from orphans. And so they were the good ones that were the leaders. It was like, you think about the games we play, like follow the leader. I mean, this stuff didn't come out of nowhere and Hitler surely did not invent it. Like (laughs) that's not the thing. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, he didn't invent anything. He just took Mm-mm. other people's ideas and put them together, you know, and that's why it's it, it it's so scary what we we see in this stuff. And like you're saying, it's just one of those things that how do they do this? How do they get away with this? And not only was it American kid, I mean, a a majority of the kids from the United States came from New York. So you ask yourself, why all these orphans, you know, a. There was a lot of them being shipped in from Ireland, a lot of Irish, a lot of Germans coming in from Europe and coming to to um, Ellis Island. And so they're coming through New York. And the other thing that you're, you have to ask is, okay, yeah, there's illness at the time, right? There's parents leaving. One of the craziest stories I heard is that if... You know, say a, a single mother got sick and was hospitalized, they could, they would take the kid and throw him on the orphan train. And my, he'd be like, no, my, no, no, my, my mom's, just, yeah. Not, yeah, my my mom's in the hospital. She'll be right happened. out. I, yeah. I'm just going to wait. Nope. Boom. Sent him. And then that was it. Like you said before, they erase the memories of the past, disconnect you from your name, whatever you your past life, and now you're going to do this.
0: And how do you even get back? You know, if you are lucky, like my great grandpa was an orphan and it was because his mother got sick and all of a sudden they took him to an orphanage. I mean, she wasn't even dead yet. They went, they went and got him when she was dying. So he could see her one last time. And he said, wait a minute, my dad is still alive. And I don't even know what happened with the dad, but finally somebody came. One of his family members got him got him out when luckily he had an uncle or someone that was loved him enough to go get him or else he would have had the same you know it
1: it was it was well and that's what you hear they say (laughs) you know in in the the west by orphan train documentary they say up to two million people are um relatives of the orphan train i think that number is much higher yeah you know i think maybe two million alive are direct descendants but I I think so many more people, when you start going back and looking at your family history, you, when you get so many families, when they get to that mid 1800s, it just becomes a big blur drops
0: off. Unless you have family that came from other places and you stayed together, like the Mormon pioneers. I'm a a Mormon pioneer heritage. They stayed together. So like mine goes way back to France and stuff like, and, um, ireland scotland stuff but other people's like the branches in our family history because they're really big on family history they they were just gone after 18 something and and we're like wait what happened to that uncle you know or what was going on with this person and not only these people and i i want to stress to people these children during a very short amount of time what they will admit to admit okay admitted and and probably they weren't even taking that good of care to count a quarter million. That isn't like, we're not talking about a few thousand kids here. That is a lot of kids. When you have a tiny population that, that wasn't very big back then.
1: No, I mean, And, and that's the thing. And when these kids were traveling, right, when they had them on the trains, it was usually three, two to three adults supervising 30 to 40 kids on a train. Now, They, and they started out in like cattle cars, you know, and gradually over time, they got to sleeping cars by, you know, the 1920s and such, but up until then they were moving them around like cattle and unsupervised. So imagine having teenagers mixed in with toddlers and, you know, one or two sets of eyes on it. It's not going to go well. There's going to be stuff that happens that cannot be prevented. And it's just—it's another layer of trauma for these kids. Let alone just being separated from your parents and thrown on a train, and you know, and I then can't
0: even imagine.
1: Then they pull into these cities, right? And and they're told to get off, and they basically have to perform for these people. Um, the girls have to show, you know, some skills. The boys are mainly, uh, forced to show that they can be strong so that they they're good farm workers and things like that. And they're, they're like a spectacle. And if they're not taken, they get back on the train and go to the next stop. Now, where, where did they go when they got off the train? It was usually a local Mason lodge. Yeah. And that's yeah. where the people of the town would come. And it's not like, so uh let me see here and
0: we're not saying that all Freemasons are terrible or anything but I'm just saying like isn't that interesting
1: (laughs) well yeah no and and so okay so let me just share this here uh let's share this okay so what we have here is a poster right and they would put these posters in town ahead of the trains coming so this one's from 1910 it said wanted homes for children and it's basically come come february 25th uh, to the opera house at 1 and there will be orphans there and if you can afford one great you know i mean it, it's one of these things where they put these it, it's a spectacle I mean, you just look at the chaos and then the, here's one of the, um, this is one of the cards that the kids would get, right? So this is one of their identification cards and it just, it's just, you know, so disheartening. You look at this and it's like, you know, see, this is a newspaper article, 1887, where the children's orphan aid society of New York city, uh, in the first week of January, will send a company of homeless orphan children. So anybody that is uh, looking for one, just show up Friday night or Friday at two yeah. p.m. You know, it's just—it's wild. I, 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 yeah. It, it seems it, it, it doesn't seem like these people are human. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's almost it's, like it's
0: so. Like oh, here's a puppy in a box. Yeah, here you go.
1: well if you if if you want if you want to get weird i mean this is so, so you have all this going on right and then you get get to the civil war where the number of orphans is just going to explode so there's even more you know fuel for your fire well then you start getting to the late 1870s 1880s and over in france they're starting to develop these incubators for babies. And they're these mm-hmm. machines that supposedly are built for premature babies to keep premature babies alive. Now, let's just use logic here. What have we been talking about for the past hour? We orphans. have too many kids. Yeah, we orphans. have too many kids.
0: <laughs> too many orphans.
1: But now, all of a sudden, we're worried about saving babies.
0: Save all the babies. Or so we can have more orphans.
1: <laughs> or possibly Creating babies, right? That's yes. the other going uh, going real so. yes. conspiratorial about it. But what we're but what we're looking at is these incubators. So what are these incubators? And again, they're these machines, these devices that are created to keep babies alive. Now, how does this tie in? Well, at the world's fairs, again, a stage, so to speak, they would have separate setups of what they called Infantoriums, which was a, you know, a slew of incubators. And it was like an exhibit. You would get a ticket and you would go in and look at babies in incubators. And you could buy the babies. If you like the way they look, you could buy one right there at the fair and take it home with you right then and there. And so that progressed and that escalated right so at chicago world fair it was the first one by the time and that's 1893 1901 in buffalo it gets even bigger and then you get to 1904 in saint louis which is one of the bigger world fairs along with chicago in america and it's huge they have a huge exhibit there it's this um dr james or dr martin cooney is is this gentleman's name and he's this guy who all of a sudden becomes this baby incubator guru. And, and he's I'm not sure. even
0: a doctor. Yeah, he wasn't even a doctor, really. They just called him that.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> was He was more of like an op, op what is it? <laughs> Ophthalmologist? Or, no, I can't even He remember. had Optologist. never
0: been, he had never had any experience with any of this, which is weird that they would make and, him a boss.
1: And even if he is a doctor, how the hell is he? he developing a machine? right? Is he, is he an engineer also? Did he develop? No, he stole the technology from the French Mm -hmm. is what, what happened. And they just much like they did with a lot, they slapped their own sticker on it and we invented this.
0: Well, did you hear about all the ones that ended up like he did some experiment with some of them? I don't know if it was him or in France, but where they left them alone and didn't wait, like didn't mess with them too much. And they grew like gigantically, like big, huge, giant babies.
1: Oh, there's all sorts of tales about what kind of weird stuff came out of these. Yeah. Like strange. I mean, you hear uh, now, let me actually let me show you. uh, I got to show you this picture because it blows my mind every time I look at it because I don't it it just there's something about it that doesn't sit right. Yeah. Look at the babies. I mean, what are those? Yeah, are, are those real babies? Are they alive? Are they dead? I mean,
0: yeah, that one looks not okay.
1: The they, they don't look with real. With the arm out,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's like rigor mortis almost with the arm. And yeah, the
0: arm thing is weird. The one, the other one looks extremely premature. I've worked in the NICU, and they do get weird heads like this, but Yes. but that one doesn't look right. The no, the hands
1: splayed out, yeah. And holding them like that's kind of strange the whole weird concept of it is is weird and uh so i wonder you know i look at these incubators and you start seeing it and you know it wasn't like a thing that was a minor thing i mean people get season passes at coney island to go look at the incubator babies like real creepy shit
0: yeah that's so and have you heard of this um Little conspiracy, of course, it's folk tale. But of Karava, does that sound familiar to you? Karava from India. They say that this was the person that invented test tube babies seventy six hundred years ago. The first one's name was Drona Karya. Drona Karya, like. like Drac- tr- Draconia, draconia. <laughs> sounds like that. You know what I'm saying? Drona, and then wow. C H like chimera, like C H A R Y like hybrid. Yep. And I immediately saw the name and went, wait a minute, because I was looking up information on the Cybel, Estarte, the Elchate Diana with all the breasts. You yep. know all these goddesses, because I, they said that the, in India, they said this, this entity, whatever it was, could have hundreds of babies a day. What if, and you know how all the exploration of other countries became really popular, like all the white people would go visit these other countries all the time to find out their knowledge. What if that was something that they found out? I mean, we're just going
1: conspiratorial here. Oh, but, absolutely. I mean, yeah. well, Okay. If, if we're going to go conspiratorial then, <laughs> I going love it. along that lines, so let's go right to the book itself. Yep. There's yep. a book out there called Babylon surreal babies.
0: I've seen this. It's so, and creepy. what
1: <laughs> this is, this is a collection of postcards from the late 1800s, early 1900s. And it depicts children in the most disturbing Weird. scenes. Okay. This one has them in a boiling cauldron Yes. um and let's see uh okay this one has them in eggs okay hatching yeah, out of hatching eggs. yeah it's hatching. So now saying what you just said i mean yes. i don't know any babies that hatch No. um these ones are tied to a, a sheep like uh,
0: it goes right along with that weird movie that was one of the first movies too where they were like attached to cows and it was like really disturbing not the fairy one Uh, the fairy one was also disturbing but there was like a weird cow one that they got rid of
1: yeah so okay so this one is so bizarre
0: yeah has babies growing
1: out of cabbage yes okay like cabbage patch kids and it says okay and this is from the book i I can't get over this quote It, it says pedophiles apart who were the public for these cards like right who is interested in this stuff other who wants than the weird babies <laughs> and sick people you know like yeah. who would hang this on their wall or send this to a relative so like creepy. hey check out my big black hat to show <laughs> the leaders of this era can you know did is this showing hey we created babies mm-hmm. you know we know they love their symbolism and in the back the stamp. I haven't looked into the details of like the goddess back there, but I'm sure it's has- a Freemason
0: hat. Yeah, yeah. Freemason hat. I mean,
1: yep. you just look at so this creepy. weird nonsense and it's, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, is this a Titanic reference? You know, yeah. like it, it, there's so much creep to this stuff. So
0: in this one, this red dress is more common. Most of the postcards that I I found that were weird. Like these, there's this woman in this red dress, almost in every one. I don't know if you have too many more with the, and you can keep, but a lot of times the woman is in a red dress and it was over and over. I seen something you had shown and it was like, it immediately stood out to me. I was like, Oh, anytime there was a woman, it was like a red dress. And all I could think of was the Scarlet Horror of Babylon
1: there's red there. Yep. There's always it
0: it, it, it it was like immediate. It's like that. yes, and it, uh, there's like hundreds in where the woman is just see in red. Every red, single red. one. And it immediately stood out to me because if you know anything about Crowley and and the Scarlet Horror of Babylon, let alone the Horror of Babylon in Revelations, It talks all about this woman, especially in Thelema, where it says uh, the scarlet whore riding on the beast. She holds the cup of the holy grail. Okay. Love and death mingled with the elements of the sacrament of the aeon. She is the mother of abominations. Yeah. Mother. So what are abominations? What's what's the biggest abomination? soulless, Soulless, soulless people yes yeah and it PCs, creeped me out. possibly <laughs> yeah it you creeped know? me out so much i was like whoa well
1: and, and and what's amazing is you look at a lot of the pictures from that actually here i got one more i want to show you this is this is That's a great. video from 1896 i think it's called uh where is she oh man um See. there's there's this video of called the like the flower lady mm. um the oh, alice, movie. alice the... G movie yeah, yes okay so this is from 1896 and man i i don't know like i i watched this and i was like what is going on
0: the fail show yeah, yeah. i remember
1: this oops Hold on. Here there she goes and watch how she like picks up the baby you know like she doesn't pick them up like they're real like would you pick up a baby by the arm like that no, no. Robin one, one hand yeah no. it doesn't seem like they they're real nobody would do this with a baby that's so creepy. And that thing over on our right-hand side in the middle—it looks like it's gay. Just picks it up, squinting It's just like, I don't know. The creep factor just gets to yeah. me. I, I well, don't. and
0: she just like flops them on the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, picks it up by an arm, then just puts it down. Boom, lets it yeah. drop.
0: Yeah, and if they are real, they're very small. You know, they're new. I yes, mean... they're yeah, they're they're
1: <laughs> relatively newborn. You know, it's not yeah. like these things are a year old. Oh my it's... gosh! And
0: it was remade. Do you know that movie was remade, and the original is lost? all these movies are lost. All these silent era films are lost. And that is so sketchy to me. I'm like, okay, sure they are. Yeah. They're locked up somewhere. Cause they're, they're screwed up. And this one was the best of the screwed up worst. You know what I'm saying? Well,
1: but And that's, that's the other thing that people have to consider when they're, they're looking at this stuff it's not like you can go out there and research I mean with the orphan trains you're a little more lucky there's some documentaries out there that give you some information on them but it doesn't go beyond a story or two. You yeah. know, you, you don't understand the magnitude of this. We're talking about a quarter of a million kids right in a time when the population isn't 8 billion. No. <laughs> we're we're talking uh maybe maybe worldwide couple hundred million at this time
0: and saving know? another nine thousand of the premies. nine they say between eight and nine thousand yeah. and i'm like that's uh that's probably going real lowball you know is oh, my
1: absolutely guess. i mean because they were doing that from the 18 like i said late 1870s early 1880s on so and that's it got to the point where in the early ninth around world war one they were selling these things for home consumption, you know? Yeah. So you could, you could buy an incubator and bring it home. Like, why do you need an incubator <laughs> in your house? I mean, are there yeah. that, that's my other, are there that many premature babies at this time? Because that doesn't make much sense either. Is there, you know, I mean, I understand that infant mortality is a lot higher back then, but is there that much that, that we're aren't gonna, making it? Yeah. The yeah. Whole way it, it just, it, it's like it. all odd.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and then like so many of them, okay, you're, you're doing this and you know that there's already this huge problem of, okay, we got all these other kids. We can't even, we don't even know what to do with all these other kids. Yeah. Let's keep making the, the more kids stay alive. That possibly could be a drain on the system. Might have a lot of medical problems, blah, 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 blah you know, and where the hell are the moms? Like, I'm sorry, but I'm a mom. I'm not going through, I don't care if it's six months or nine months of torture on pregnancy and just giving my baby away. That's not happening. I mean, and then do it again and again, because there's so many of them like what,
1: what? Oh, and a lot of the tales are like, you know, it got to a point where they had four and five kids and they couldn't keep up anymore. And then they had to get rid of them. What? Like, I, I, I mean, I, I understand Des You know, desperation brings people to do things, but I just don't see how you can give up five kids, you mm-hmm. know, or, or have the, it in you that all of a sudden now, and I mean, again, but if you think at civil war time that a lot of women lost their husbands, right. so you're going to have a lot of single women. And then like we talked about before, what did they do to a lot of these women? They said they were crazy because I mean, you look at the list of things that they could lock you up in an asylum for in the 1800s, and yeah. it's comical. Women it's could like get PMS, <laughs> yeah, for menstruating. You could get yeah, put yeah. into an asylum for something that naturally occurs. Yep,
0: or or like not wanting enough sex. They had yeah, like ma- women masturbation was up. a yeah. definite
1: lockup. I mean, you got solitary confinement for that. Yeah. Um, so you know, wild. you just go down the list of, th- I mean, it was, it was asinine. There was probably about 80 different things on that list and it's, it's all, you know, it's trauma. It is yes. what I look at when I look at these kids, because, uh, someone made a good comparison once and they said, look at Disney films, right. And, and if you look at the Disney films and I think it's like between a 30 or 40 year window, there's, there's a hundred Disney films. They, they sampled and something like uh, 93% of them had traumatic experiences with one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was, it, you know, something like 60% had multiple instances of traum- traumatic experiences. Now, these are supposed to be children's films. Why are we showing children being traumatized? In and they films?
0: never have parents. They never no. have parents. That's like the other, that. I
1: mean, you yeah. look at Disney and it, it's something like, uh, they have 56 movies with orphans in them. I mean, or, you know, uh, broken families. You always see, you never, rarely do you see a mom, a, a dad and children in a Disney movie. Right. It's always single parent or they have no parent and they're going to live with an uncle or a Wicked stepmothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, exactly. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, how how are we supposed to buy this? This is, you know, this is just blatantly telling us, okay, we got to this point in history. We're writing the story now. Here's how it goes.
0: Yep. And and, and I think that's it's so true. That's so true.
1: And it goes back to what you said before. And one of my things is I tell people, hey, anytime you find an old video download it anytime you can get your hands on an old book or a pdf download it to your hard drive save it because things are getting taken down left and right now i mean the biggest thing is one of my biggest sources when i started doing this stuff was archive.org and you could get a lot of old reference books uh in pdf and now you, uh I mean, they've had a few lawsuits against them. So what you can get off there is minuscule compared to what you used to be able to. Wow. So you're gradually seeing, and anybody that's seen Fahrenheit 451, that's kind of what they want to do. And you saw that during COVID, anything that went against the narrative, they were burning it to the ground.
0: Oh yeah. And they'll continue yeah. because they're trying to do another reset. You can feel it. You can see yes. it. If you see what we're talking about here and like, especially old world stuff, if you see this for what it really is, when you look and step back from it and the asylums and the repurposed buildings and the people and the new stories, and they all tell the same similar stories they have all these weird like pamphlets of like, this is how you take care of a baby. Like nobody knew what to do with the baby. Have you seen those? Yeah. Like they, yeah. Oh, if they cry, they're hungry. Like who the hell doesn't know that? Why, why, why don't we know that? You know, well, and you look at,
1: you look (laughs) at these people at these fairs and the video that you have of the time and they're walking around like they were placed somewhere where they have no idea where they are, no idea what's going on. And they're just trying to kind of get their bearings straight. They don't, it's it's and they really, like, like are
0: weird about the sun. They're like always covered yes and like umbrellas kind of squinty. Yeah. Yeah. Like hiding from the sun. They're always in these nice suits, but it's like a hundred whatever summer, you know. Yeah, they're
1: at the beach, full suit, yeah. full dresses, you know, just sitting in the sands with an umbrella so over their strange. head. It just it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make <clears throat> excuse me, sense <clears throat> where you know, where all the kids came from where all these people came from, right? Because there's a lot of adults too that fall into this category. And that's what, you know, the World Fair also served a a dual purpose. It wasn't just to indoctrinate children. It was to indoctrinate adults. And it was, a lot of these were to show you some of the old worlds and how we were going away from that. And this is what we are going to give you now. This is going to be your new alternative, this is where we're taking you. And, you know, this old stuff, forget about, forget it. forget
0: about, it. yep. Forget it. Because if yep. you don't, we're going to lock you in the asylum Yeah, and you're going to get beaten until you forget about it until yeah. the roses are all red.
1: <laughs> so if you, if you, if we go back, you know, to relate to our times, anybody get a shadow ban on, on, you know, Instagram or anybody get kicked off of, of Twitter or get a strike on YouTube. Well, back then you probably would have got locked in an asylum for that. That's, that's the, you know, comparison that I would have for that. That's how little it took for you to get locked up.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, here we are replaying history. And if you don't think that they can't do it, watch what they do to Vegas and how quickly they can take buildings down. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, they can replace the strip every couple of years. I live pretty well, close.
1: And not only that, how quickly can they rewrite a narrative or get mm-hmm. a false narrative out there early that gets into the people's head? And then anyone that goes counter to that, now you're crazy or you're, mm-hmm. why, why would you do that? Why
0: you know would you think I mean? that? Yeah. Why I would get you... that a
1: lot with the stuff that's going on in the Middle East because people won't look at it and they're like, no, 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 This is wrong. This is right. This is, and it's like, no, no, no. You, it's not as simple as black yeah. and white, right and wrong. I'm like, there's layers to this stuff. And when you start looking at the layers, you can make a little bit more educated decision and start seeing that what you're saying makes no sense whatsoever, because well, if you make it anywhere they're, they're, out-
0: they're on the same side. Yeah. They're on the same side. If you go look up the, the um, NWO type stuff, the whole situation with new world order came out clear back when john d john d was one of the first people that came up with new world order and if you go look at some of all the councils that they're on uh like wef and all this that they're both on the same thing so if they're fighting a war why are they both under the same regime type stuff you know they're 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 not they're not fighting they're having dinner later this is a joke yeah this but too-
1: they send the sacrificial lambs out oh, there for, for slaughter sure. so that they have their their footage and their pictures to show you how horrible everything is and how they need more of your support and more of your trust and more of your obedience. And we're just, just ants just in a jar.
0: Yep, they're shaking the jar. Yeah full of ants. And, and that's all it is because and these people have hatred for each other naturally. So yeah. if you do one little thing to set this off, it's going to go boom. It's pretty easy. And they're yeah. going to kill each other. You know, they're just allowing what they've tried to intervene on. They step back, then it goes forward. Then they step back. It's just however much little pull they want to give them. Yeah. Like you want to go today. Oh, okay. You know, it, it, it's all a game. It's and if game. yeah,
1: if you don't think it's coordinated and orchestrated, answer me this: almost to the day that this stuff kicks off in the Middle East, all of a sudden the stuff in Ukraine is like, oh no no, we're done. What? Uh, what? You, Ukraine? You, who? Who's? <laughs> no no no, we're in the Middle East now. That's that's yeah, old. That we're didn't gonna,
0: happen. Yeah yeah,
1: you guys can forget about that. You can forget about all the billions we sent over there. No, just just move you know it's like they take the men in black thing and they hold it to your yep boom mm-hmm. good yep. forget about it move on we're on to the next thing now guys come on now you I stand agree. with israel or you you know you stand with palestine it's like you you can't ukraine that's the old one forget about that one and well and then I, if you want to go
0: super conspiratorial they had a huge earthquake at the same time that all this popped off in the Middle East. So are they manipulating things with electromagnetic, like we were talking about before, like energies, different things to get people riled up? Like, is there an anxiety factor? Is there like a, an irritation factor? Is there this? Is there that? What they're messing with things. And it was a big earthquake. It was like 6.8, a whole bunch of people died. Um, and they didn't mention one thing about it not
1: one and there's no way they could possibly create an earthquake so we know that that was definitely (laughs) natural and you know because what happened in turkey what was it 2021 or two one of the they were going against the u.s or maybe it was before that they were going against the u.s on something in either ukraine or syria and all of a sudden a massive earthquake hits turkey it's just coincidental, you know, but then you go and look at the patents of how we do have the ability to create earthquakes oh, and yeah. we do have the ability to manipulate weather if you look into it. And we do have laser beams that can be shot from the sky down and that can be shot from the ground up through clouds. Absolutely. So Absolutely. But this the lasers,
0: is yeah, Crazy it's conspiracy. Stuff. Well, and my uncle that I was telling you about, he tells me what things I can say and what I can't say. And he said the base that's right by Hawaii, right by wherever that happened. I can't remember the name of it. He said they've had that laser technology for years. He's like at least well, there's a, a decade harp
1: station there.
0: Yeah. He said it's yeah. been a decade or more. Yeah. He was like, it's that's old news. He's like, well, I don't know why they're making a big fuss about saying we can't do this. Like this is old news. Yeah. He literally told me that and I was like, "What?" I mean, cuz you want but then you see things even at these old world fairs and they say, "Okay, there was no electricity and then you've got electrical poles." Why? Well, Chicago
1: poles? is 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 it's like obviously it's my background, but it's my yeah. favorite topic in the world because it makes no sense. So supposedly, right. they built this whole thing in about 18 months. This <laughs> and an additional 185 buildings. They built 200 buildings in less than a year and a half. Uh, Most of them look like this in the background. They're just-
0: With no people, with no population.
1: (laughs) Yeah. and With no population at all. You know, they were moving everything by train or by ship, but we were able to get all the materials for this. Supposedly, it's all built out of plaster and wood. Um, But- Amazingly, at the end of the fair, what do they do in typical ritual fashion? They burn it to the ground. Mm-hmm. And they, they did, they knew this coming into it, right? Well, a lot of the guys that were part of the design team, now what they were designing and what they actually did, it's very debatable. But they said that this fair has to go out in a very similar manner to the way it came in. And they, to end it, they lit this statue behind me, uh, this shoulder, yeah, is mm-hmm. Columbia, and it was all gold, and they lit it on fire, and it was like a ceremony to end it all.
0: Right, and that's not anything to do with gods at all, right? No, 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 no,
1: no. <laughs> Columbia, Columbia, we're has being nothing. silly people, <laughs> Columbia, you know, has no ties to America or the old religions.
0: And definitely the District of Columbia does not as well.
1: No, no, but we're, <laughs> we, we are God fearing people.
0: When, and the government loves you. We are a Just Christian so nation.
1: Know. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun to talk with people when you can really say like what you think, because like you said, a lot of times you can, and then they'll be like, oh, especially me, because I'm a nurse and I work in the psych hospital. So they're like, Okay, you have been at work too long.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might need and to I'm take like, a break. No.
0: <laughs> and I mean, so much of the time, if you show them like A equals B and C, they're like, no, 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 just A. You know, I mean, they'll take some of it. Nobody throws it all out. No. But like,
1: well, see, they, I, I mean... work in the corporate world. So it's, <laughs> and I work with a lot of like boomer type. That uh-huh. are you know hardcore. Whatever is being pushed, they got it in their in their memo. And these guys, <laughs> like I, I, I pushed them the whole because I um I was known as the Trumper, even okay. though I wasn't a Trump guy. I just because I wouldn't get the I wouldn't get the jab. I wouldn't uh, follow the mandates. Like I almost got fired. I lost one job, but I almost got fired from this job because I wouldn't take it. And they just banned <laughs> me from campuses and wouldn't let me on site or anything. So uh but yeah. these guys, you know, I slowly started dropping drip, drip, drip about this stuff. And after being the crazy guy, after like two years, I've had three of them finally say, wow, I really started seeing what you were saying. And it wasn't so crazy. I'm like, well, it's not you. so
0: crazy now, huh? Yeah.
1: And he's especially like, he's like now. after what happened the last couple of years and seeing what you're saying, you know, cause I'm not going to go out there and drop the fake moon landing on these guys. I'm dropping <laughs> like, you know, elementary like things. stuff on right. them that they can right. go look up themselves, you know, like, like fluoride in the water and, mm-hmm. you know, poison in your food. How come, how come they can sell it in America, but they can't sell it in Europe. And, mm-hmm. and I, and they start looking at that and like, wow. And I'm like, you ever think they, maybe they're trying to make you sick. Mm-hmm. And then they start seeing that. And then you're like, okay, now what about big pharma? How do they, how do they heal you? How much money do they make to heal you? They never heal you. Do they No, they put a bandaid on you and now you're in their system until the day you die. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, I never saw it. Like, that. I'm like, yeah, it's a factory. <laughs> it's a sickness factory. That's all it is. This was created.
0: Well, and and it's all Rockefeller, you know, type structure of everything. Like Mm -hmm. you go through any of it and it all goes back to these big players. Well, what do you know?
1: know, My thing is always I ask people, I go, okay, so what did people in the old times do without Mm -hmm. a bottle to go past? They just all died when they got sick. You know, (laughs) none of these people healed. And I said- you know what the other thing you need to think about a lot of the diseases we have today the dis-ease didn't Mm -hmm. exist back then it's created you know it's it's been thrust upon us it's been put into us you know whether it's physical or mental it's part of the game now and you have to understand that and then when you see it you realize then trying to get out You're like, because I see a lot of stuff, but there's only so much you can do about it, you know, in your life without driving yourself crazy too. And that's the balance you have to take is listen, you know, and take as many precautions as you can. But if you think you're going to get out unscathed, good luck.
0: Right. Yep. And And you have to balance it all. It's like, yeah, I mean, especially me, because I'm still a nurse, like, and I still, yeah, I mean, I got really sick last year and I definitely needed antibiotics. Why did I get sick? That was the doctor, but long story short, I almost died. I'm grateful that I'm alive and I'm grateful for antibiotics at that time. However, it wouldn't have been how bad it was if he would have just listened to me in the first place. I told him I was allergic to glue and the crazy asthma girl, you put the glue in just a different brand. Great idea. Like, yeah, I didn't react
1: well, you know, the thing that kills (laughs) me is my son had a roaring double ear infection last year. And so he's literally on the couch in tears. And I'm like, all right, buddy, we're going to All right. So I was saying like I knew I was gonna, gonna get, get you crucified a, uh, probably for putting up the Christmas tree I know I know it's so
0: not I know, it I, know it's well, yeah, I know I know it's Saturnalia. I know what it is. I'm gonna a do a show about, about it. At the same time, so I I we know had what it, it together. Is, but also and so I don't, so don't think everything, everything that you do And I put a picture on Instagram and people are like, Oh, you're such
1: a sellout. And that's all because now we're also in the big if we do
0: that and we have to be that stringent, And I can't have the memories with my kids and my family.
1: Without do i have feeling to do like extra I'm doing work afterwards thing. because Even i gave him something that it, will damage his gut biome yes i know it and that's we that's where i was, was talking fact. but that's yeah. what i was gonna In say short term, i was gonna say it's your intention. we're gonna take care of it because we're not gonna black put it up it. with negative connotations sure mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah. if you i'm are, celebrating
0: you... saturnalia yeah you know participating that
1: exactly way. but it's you know and i get sick of these people that want us to live these puritan lives you know this <laughs> no fun no nothing just live a miserable existence and be like me it's like no you yeah. miserable twat there's no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> way i'm gonna do that there's a reason well, why you're miserable <laughs> and we know know
0: just because you know like just because you know big pharma is bad doesn't mean antibiotics are bad it means they use it to their advantage yes if it if it like with mine i had osteomyelitis in my spine i would have died i needed a pick line like i wasn't a little sick i was gonna die and so if i didn't have medical intervention i wouldn't i know as a nurse i would not be here right now because once it crosses that spinal column you're kind of in deep shit even with medical intervention which yep. is where i was at but i also know i'm going to go get help and and people say to me oh you work you work at the psych place with knowing what they do to people i'm like i've also helped a lot of people whether or not you want to believe that or not like the place i work they do a lot of EMDR therapy. We do ketamine therapy. We do all kinds of stuff that helps people that are combat veterans that have real freaking trauma that you have no idea what that is, you know, and I've watched them come in as not okay and go out as a whole nother person. You know, I'm not talking the old days where they just drugged them and let them go. They're processing they handle things a lot different now. I wouldn't work at the state hospital where they're just jabbing and slabbing them, you know, like, slam them on the ground, pump them full of drugs. i I'm not a I, I would not do that. That's against my me, like who I am as a human being. But also, I'm not going to throw out every bit of knowledge I learned uh, and and just because I work for the medical industry. like, I also go to work and smile and pray for people that they have no idea that I do that for them, you know?
1: Yeah. So. And it's and go, even going back to the Christmas thing. Like I, I wasn't in the Christmas spirit for two years, like right after I got to hard once,
0: it, you know, too. <laughs> it, it was,
1: yeah, it was 2020. I had woken uh, up, you know, the whole deal. And I was in a shitty little apartment and I'm like, you know what, buddy? I'm like, we're, we're not getting a Christmas tree this year. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Right. He's like, I got one in mom's house anyway. I don't care, and <laughs> you know. And, and so last year, I got into you know I'm in a rental house now, a little more human environment, and I was feeling a little better about myself, my situation. And I'm like, buddy, you want to get a tree this year? And he's like, yeah. So Aww. we went, picked one out, put it up, did all the light, knowing full well, right? It's you know, you're hanging all the, all dicks the, on
0: your tree. It's yeah. Fun.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? And and he and then mm-hmm. uh so we did it. And he goes to school and comes home a couple weeks later with a with a, a little he had to do a writing assignment and he wrote about how much it meant to him Aww. that me and him put up a Christmas tree in my place because we hadn't done it for a couple of years. And I was like, wow. And I'm like, okay, anybody that has anything uh, to say negative, I'm <laughs> I well, screw I screw yourself. You right now, yeah, you know, like cause this why is do the we most- have
0: to? Yeah. Why do we, okay. As you, we, anybody in this community, why do you, especially you, cause you're like deception, great deception stuff, you know, like you're revealing things to people like this is the, the problem here, you know, and here we are. Okay. So here's the thing. It doesn't matter what we know. It doesn't matter what we show you. It doesn't matter all this studying. If we can't be ever happy. Yep. Like, come on, you know, still we still live. got kids, we yeah. still got kids, you know, I mean, I don't want to, uh, my son told me, he said, mom, I like your podcast. He's 16. And he said, I won't listen to the one on Christmas. Cause he, <laughs> loves, he loves Christmas. He is yep. my kid that like, just helps me. He just loves Christmas. And he said, I know you told me a little bit about it and I don't want any, I don't want to know any more than that. And he knows that it's probably not good and i said yeah it's it's a rough one if you don't know and he's like then i, I don't want to know and i'm yeah. like that's okay you know
1: and not you don't have to you know it's not something that if you don't know it it's it's one of those things that you're being ignorant no it's it, it's small does it help game. your life right yeah. is
0: this changing okay. your world like come on are, are we know? saving
1: the world if we don't celebrate christmas an uh, Easter. That's where we we're know what Easter to.
0: is too. We yeah. know. You I mean, you can't we, even say this the word holidays. in
1: public school anymore.
0: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and it's, it's just like, oh, happy holidays. We mean, yes, <laughs> yes. No, I'm not doing that. I won't do that.
1: But oh, I'll never do that. I'll say it to anybody, even if you got yeah. a little yamaka on. I'm still saying Merry Christmas. I don't yeah, care.
0: Exactly. It doesn't. Know? it's the, You're not it's hurting the... anyone. You're giving no. them good intention, right? You're and, bringing. Good tidings and cheer. Did people forget that part of it?
1: And nothing makes me laugh harder than someone who gets offended when you say Merry Christmas. I literally laugh in their face. When they get mad and start yelling at you, it's I just laugh because I'm like, really? I'm like, You're that's like, where oh. your life's at. That that's what <laughs> triggers you. Okay.
0: Oh my gosh. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, just because we're in this community, it is a community. I'm happy for it. I'm I've never had a lot of I'm I'm a loner. I think most of us are, I don't know for you, but for me, like I never felt like I fit in anyways. So not fitting in, wasn't that big of a deal. You know, it was just actually making it into a place now where I'm like, Oh, these people, I really like this person. Oh, I've got to know these people. Wow. There's some cool people in this community, you know, because we are more the outcasts But just because we are doesn't mean we don't want some semblance of normalcy. Like, come on. Sometimes you got to get out of the black pill. It's rough. If you're a black pillar all the time, that's a rough. That's rough. I can't
1: imagine that existence. You know, it's got to be miserable because you can, you will literally drive yourself insane because it's, it's, (laughs) it's a system that's not meant to benefit you in in, every turn when you look at it and, and you are conditioned you are programmed to trust authority to obey to believe and you know and it's it's all nonsense it's all inversion right and Mm -hmm. that's what one of the the big things in my realm is that everything is inverted and they are trying whoever they are is pushing us to an unnatural way of life a synthetic way of life versus the natural way, when we go back to talking about the old buildings and everything, mm-hmm. it that's more natural. It's connected with God's creation. it's it's uses natural materials. it's it's using you know whether it's the Fibonacci sequence or sacred mm-hmm. geometry in its construction to harness and utilize and work with the environment, whereas everything that's done today in the synthetic world is going against the natural environment.
0: Well, and if people really want to know how to fight back, and I hate to explain this to Christians because I'm a Christian podcast, but this is the truth. If you want to know about Christianity and how to keep yourself safe and well, and a lot of other things, you have to study the occult. And I'm sorry, you don't have to go totally down that rabbit hole, but you have to have a basic knowledge because like what you're saying is anything they flip on its head, or say, this is good, or this is the way, like you said, what's down is up. What's up is down. So if you want to understand it or know what, why are they doing this to me? That's the number one question. Why would they do that? If you want to know that it's, it's out there, but you're not going to find it in a place that you want to find it and still feel like, oh, I, okay. I never talk about demons. Oh, I don't believe in the, de- I don't talk about this or that. And I'm like, well, then how come King James put out three books about demons too?
1: <laughs> yeah. You're not going to go to, you're not going to go to CNN and find a good article on demons. You yeah. Know? No, or you, it's not something that you have to do a little research and go outside of the mainstream and go to, what are considered, you know, sub- subject matter experts in that area, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you read this stuff, are you supposed to eat it up, hook, line, and sinker? No, no. you're supposed to take it in, disseminate it, and then do what you no. want with it. No, but your if enemy. You're just, yeah. If you're going to automatically reject, or on the opposite side, automatically accept it as fact, then you have a problem. You have mm-hmm. because there's that middle ground, right? They always say there's three sides to every story. And that's the way I look at history, because I feel like there's the history that they've told us, which is his story. Then there's the alternate history, which is our story. And then there's something in between, which is kind of a melting of what really happens. You know, because I think, I think on their end, they've lied. I think on the alternate side, we've, made some stuff up because we don't know Mm -hmm. and and based on myth
0: yeah we are a country that has lost our history you don't find this in other countries and it is sad it is actually sad we are a representative of the orphan trains in america not just them as orphans we are orphans because they tore down everything with fire they've torched everything or they've repurposed it and lied to us. That's how I feel anyway.
1: Well, we're uh, Graham Hancock puts it great. We're a society with amnesia, mm-hmm. right? We forget everything. And if it's, especially now in today's day and age, we're in that, you know, what is it down to three second attention span, something like that. But if what you're saying is absolutely true, you have go back and Google, any of the major old major cities even around you and put fire next to it in the 1800s or you know oh, I've old done it. fire and you will see every city every major city has at least one if not two or three major fires mm-hmm. and and i know that in a lot of these places we're talking about wooden structures but in a lot of these places we're talking about brick and stone structures that burn
0: yeah that doesn't Not necessarily happen.
1: burn when you look at the pictures it looks like they exploded but we're mm-hmm. told they burnt yes. to the grounds
0: and then what is left or what like i said about i was going to bring picture of the salt lake city temple but if you look at it and you look at it closely it was already there and the things that are it's built with a moon with the phases of the moon on the underneath in like the actual like platform of one part of it. It's got like all these weird cloud stones, sun stones, weird Masonic stuff. I don't think they're always trying to say, and it's got like the swastika star, all kinds of creepy crap. And they're like, oh no, this is for the Lord. And I'm like, right. Okay. I don't think half of this stuff was here. I think they saw that building, recognized it because they were Masons and said, we're going to use this, you know? And maybe they made some additions and changes. I do think they changed the top of it. It used to look kind of like Solomon's temple. And now it looks very cathedral-like, which it did have a antenna thing on the top too back in the day. Mm. But now it doesn't. It has the golden angel Moroni up there, which it, the whole story with Joseph, it very, very much mimics that of John Dee. I, yeah. I I'm you know and same with uh, a lot same thing with the and the Book of the Law, like everybody thinks only they only ever remember Lamb, but there was another Awas came first, and so with occult studying I found all this stuff and it it's not something like literally preparing for this and I knew I was going to talk about the Scarlet Woman and talked about a lot of things so I wanted to really brush up again. And after about four hours at work the other night, I was like, my brain is going to explode because <laughs> I'm listening to this really creepy crap, you know? And my friend goes, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because you need, you do need knowledge, it, but I don't say this lightly. Like I'm not saying every person, if you're terrified of certain things or you're not religiously, not religious, that's a bad word. Cause I don't go to church. Um,
1: It's more spiritual.
0: Yeah. Spiritual. Yeah. If you're not prepared to be a warrior don't be a warrior some people aren't some people don't go to battle some people make dinner okay for the soldiers (laughs) and the
1: problem with that important the problem that is if you go in with a low vibration or any trepidation or fear you are opening yourself up especially when you're doing occult studies to you know, who knows what? And that's oh, my yeah. my thing is that the way when you look into this stuff and when you research it, and it's not something to be played with because no. I, I, everything it feels like in this realm is a spell, right? And it, every way from it, from that's words, why they
0: quit teaching uh, writing in school.
1: Yes. You know that.
0: Yeah. It's oh,
1: truth. yeah. They're Quite. again, and, and what does that do? Again, it's a dumbing down mm-hmm. of society. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. funny you say that because I was listening to um, the old, what is it, Eisenhower speech where he mm-hmm. gives the the it, it, his farewell address and he's talking about the military-industrial complex and he listened to it. And the way he's talking to the people, he is talking to a much more educated populace than what yes. we – if he tried to talk like that today – <laughs> so many people would not even understand what he would... No. They have their, their Siri ups. Hey, Siri, translate this for me. Right. right? Because they, he can't understand what he's talking about. And they they have dumbed us down to a point where the spells are so simplistic and the programming is so you know funneled into this one area that if you don't open your eyes to it, you are just stuck in it.
0: Mm-hmm. And also I do want to make clear... When I study these things, I don't ever buy the books, except I have some books on John Dee, but I will not buy Crowley's books. I will read them online, but I will
1: not buy them in my house because I'm not having that here. <laughs> this I, is my home. Yeah. I, I did that. I I. It's funny you say that. I it's bought hard. Freem- I bought a Freemason book, like an expensive one. It was one of the rare ones. I I was like on an auction or somewhere. And as soon as I bought it, three things went wrong. I sold that. I, I got it out of that. I kept it in the garage yep. and then I sold it. And I'm like, this thing has bad juju to it. I never even read mm-hmm. the thing. I never even got yep. to open it, but I was like, I got to get rid of this thing. I don't know what it is. But as soon as I brought that book into the house, it was chaos.
0: Well, and so many of these people nowadays, like you were saying, like, and it's not just dumbing down, like They send the public school system was really a way for them to control everything that we know. Meanwhile, where do their kids go? They send their children away to magical schools to completely different schools than what we have. I mean, you watch Harry Potter, like it's literally showing you. Oh, and this is what the people do. And they send their kids away to go learn about all this magical, you know, schooling stuff in another place like that, that that's literally the these schools are not. And people always say, well, then how do you find out about those schools? And I just looked at the last lady I did one with and I said, you don't, you're not in the bloodline. You're never going to know. You are
1: invite yeah. only. It's you're it. Not gonna it's find a big that out. club.
0: Yeah you're not going to be you you might get to it and know where it's located you know but that's I hate it.
1: to break it to you they're not advertising on your podcast Mm-mm. either you know no. they're not like no. looking for new enrollees it's no. it's very invite only yeah mm-hmm. i mean and that's people don't understand the concept of like bilderberg even yep. or these yep. these big groups like that that how could that be well, <laughs> you don't understand. You are comparing it to your experience, life experience. You don't understand right. the darkness and the demons that are out there, the the power hungry people that run this world, you know. They they they're different creatures than us.
0: The reason why it's called mystery schools. <laughs> there you go. Mystery. They're yeah. not going to just come at you. Plus like you said, even if they did, let's pretend in a better whatever world they want to give us all the knowledge okay which they'll never do how many people would understand it number 1 number 2 how many people would give a shit like really yeah a handful of us i mean like how many people study anymore like i'm constantly studying now i'm constantly reading i'm constantly delving into tons of things not just occult stuff either just whatever and i want to learn how many people care about that anymore it's most people don't
1: have time for it and and yeah. it's set up that way right that's not something that was done by accident it was planned it start you know it started when they started bringing the mother into the women into the workforce so now the children becomes dependent on the system now the child is away from the family more than it's with the family and you've now now you've created more workers Right. And mm-hmm. it's, it's this whole system. Now, both parents are working, they come home, you got to make dinner, you got to get the kid uh, fed, bathed, you know, you got to get their homework done, all this stuff in a short, meanwhile, you just worked eight to 10 hour shift. Now you're coming home, got to do this. Where, where's the time to study? Where's that, exactly. you know, and they've, they've set up this lifestyle for people where they've made it so you can't educate yourself unless you're willing to set aside the time, and most people aren't. Because what do they do? They come home. They want to unwind. How do they unwind? They're programmed by the television. <laughs> you know, most mm-hmm. people don't go home. I mean, not. I'm not saying everyone, but a lot. Yep. The majority yep. of people do not go home and open up a book. They go home. Wow. They turn on the TV, and they get programmed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they don't even. I think. Know
0: that. I think the television is one of the best things I've given up since I've been in (laughs) podcasting and not on purpose sometimes I'll get to watch it but like I'm busy now you know if I'm and I'm sure you find the same way like even other people's podcasts like if I'm going to spend time that's what I want to do I want to catch up on that first before I watch some mindless program and even if I do have the tv on most of the time I'm doing something I'm not really paying attention like and so and it's never anything with commercials or or whatever i'm out of that whole rat race (laughs) yeah
1: oh it's so it was so painful when i went back because i i took like three years off of cable and then when i moved into this rental house they have cable here it's part of the package so i was like all right and my my son will watch it but when you start seeing commercials again you're like oh my (laughs) god i'm like this is unbelievable every other one if not Two out of the three or three out of the three in the segment are pharmaceuticals. If not, Mm -hmm. they're, they've got some fucking trans lifestyle, (laughs) you know, uh, not a, you know, anything but the nuclear family in it Mm -hmm. and promoting all these weird products, you know, since when has, has women's lady parts grooming become such, uh, I mean, I see eight commercials on it.
0: Yeah, that's so um, I know like just my grandpa wasn't that old and he's only been gone about 12 years. He would literally have a fit if he saw the stuff nowadays. Oh that like,
1: generation,
0: yeah. Yeah, he would be like, What the hell is wrong with you people? Because he couldn't even watch one about a maxi pad, so I can't even imagine. There's a reason that generation be...
1: died off, and, yeah. and you know, because they would not stand for this. Mm-mm. I mean I, I my my grandfather's the same way if they saw this stuff, they'd be rolling over in their grave right now, like laughing at it I mean it and just, even as
0: hard working as they were, and they were even as much as they could do I'm with you, there's no way they built some of these buildings. sorry, no, I'm not buying it like there's no, no and way. and
1: I mean just look at the scale, right why would you have thirty and forty foot doors? I just you know, oh, it's for ventilation. Oh, it's for light. Oh, it's no, no, it doesn't make sense. Because
0: What about heat? Like, what about keeping yeah. the heat in, you know, that, well, they have those, doesn't...
1: they have those mini little fireplaces, you know, yeah, that heat the they're so castle.
0: tiny. Yeah. Uh...
1: I, I always, and you know, and that's one of the things that always irked me about the, I was big, like medieval guy growing up as a kid. I loved castle movies and medieval movies. And I always wondered that I'm like, how do they keep these castles warm with just that one little fireplace? I mean, these ceilings are 15, Huge. 20 feet high, you know, in in just a regular room, let alone going into like a dining hall where they're like 30 yeah. feet high. Yeah. And exactly. you only have and one fireplace. It's freezing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's freezing. And you're by, most of the time, you're by a river or some water area, which makes it even more cold. And yep. so I don't think so. Like I've been to Versailles. And there's no way and, and a little FYI to people originally, not one bathroom, not one. That's why the thing that puzzles me. Well, why
1: they did, they did, they did love to poo out windows though. Yeah. Yeah. Those Europeans they did that. were disgusting. That's, and that's one of the things that's rarely brought up is how savage the Europeans really were compared to the rest of the world. Like they didn't have plumbing. They didn't have electricity. They didn't have a lot of the things like this. The the Native American. I mean, think about all the diseases they spread around the world. Like, Again, the go aqueducts. These,
0: yeah, the aqueducts alone, the machine and everything they made in Versailles to run the fountain, but no toilet. Yeah, what you can you made aqueducts and actual you had enough wherewithal to create this beautiful gardenery with like tons of water. Cause it's up a hill. So they had to make that machine. I can't remember what it's called to help pump the water up and all of this stuff, but you didn't have the wherewithal to think, what are we going to do with all the poo? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they made it. I I'm like, uh, I don't think so. Same thing well, the- with the fireplaces. I think they were heaters, some and- sort of heating system.
1: The fire like Oh, absolutely! Radium, mm-hmm. some sort of mm-hmm. radium yeah. heating, yeah. where
0: absolutely because
1: you you weren't burning wood and you weren't mm-hmm. it wasn't going to generate it's enough small. heat from yeah, that. Too,
0: it's yeah, it's not a. It,
1: How are you it, it circulating it? Right, yeah. the heat from a fireplace doesn't just emanate out in a large yeah. room. It's going to only go out a couple feet, and yep. the other That's side it. of the room You're is done. Going to be ice cold. It just mm-hmm. it makes no sense, and why. You know why do you have the the metal in there with again that with the balls that look like mm-hmm. maybe they could have mercury in them, yeah. and I mean I I'm no electrician but it just again it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't add yeah. up and to under to say that there was no electricity except for combustion electricity it just it doesn't make sense especially when you start looking into uh, ley lines, the, you look into f- uh, possible free energy. Like, I mean, as mm-hmm. late as Tesla was working on it.
0: Oh yeah, I absolutely think there was definitely uh, way more advanced things because even the old Egyptian carvings, you can see different little things with electricity.
1: We're like We're it, made it, to believe that we're the most advanced creatures ever, no, right? When no in reality, not. it's looking like, there was much more advanced creatures prior to us and we're trying to catch up Mm -hmm. and you know be my example always is the pyramids Uh, go back you know no one can explain how they were built why they were built what sort of function they serve because it's we've been told it's a tomb and there's never been a body found in one of them Mm -hmm. so And then the,
0: um, there's like a hospital type frequency. Have you heard about this in Egypt where you can still go there and you can, you can put your ear or something by it or put your arm and you can feel the frequency, but like it, they block it off. So you can only do it a little bit because it's so strong. And I'm like, there's something about that, 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 that makes more
1: sense. Well, and, and what even, what, makes that even crazier is those things have been semi-castrated right Mm -hmm. the exterior coating has been taken off of them the the tip of the pyramid has been taken off so it's much like when you you look at a lot of these old buildings what's the first thing they do they chop the spire right Mm -hmm. they uh, and it's just it's cutting off any connection and that's again the natural versus unnatural when i go to that synthetic They wanted to force us to that Rockefeller, the allopathic, the uh, oil-based system. And you couldn't have things like airships. You couldn't have things like uh, cars that ran on free energy. You know, you couldn't have these types of things because there was no way to monetize them. And that's what people don't understand is that a lot of these fires that took place in the late 1800s, what did they destroy? In in Look at most every city. At least one of the fires destroyed the place where they kept all the records. So what mm-hmm. did that erase? It erased all the land ownership, the land deeds. So now you could parcel right. out the land however you want. A lot of the times, it also burnt the patents. So... Mm-hmm. People that had things patented, now all of a sudden that patent burnt away. Now somebody with a big pocketbook comes in and says, this is mine. I just invented this. And now that's how they rewrote it. I mean, you see it here a lot with a lot of the, you know, I hate to say it this way, but a lot of the things that were invented by black people, it was erased and reinvented by a white guy, you know, Mm -hmm. just conveniently some European or some, you know, settler all of a sudden decided what came up with this idea, you know? And Why do you
0: think they always leave one building? You know how they always leave the one for the that's to show you,
1: because I think they have to, I think- car- Revelation I, of the method. I hate the whole karmic idea, you know, that, but I, I think there's something to it. They have to show you that it's there. And I, I think it's still that connection because- I think these buildings have a life force to them in in their own, you know, and I think they are part of a larger grid, larger network at one time that were interconnected. And so now were were they interconnected in the sense that, you know, one over here in America was connected to one in Europe? No, I think they were connected in the sense that they served a purpose. And if, if that was what you needed, that's where you went. You know, and I think a lot of these cathedrals, different cathedrals uh, worked at different frequencies, so they would have different healing purposes. So, you know, like you were saying before, they didn't have pews in these cathedrals. People go lay on the floor. Well, the really sick folks would go in the basement and they'd spend Mm -hmm. days in the basement until they were healed. And then they would come out after drinking the water that was down below coming from the source with the frequencies being emanated by the building working with the water and healing people they that they swore by that in the old times that's how people went to these churches or cathedrals as healing centers i don't think they were places of worship originally i think they were i don't think so either yeah and think about again we go back to inversion what did they become they became control centers when in the past mm-hmm. they were freedom they were healing they were they were releasing you now they were constricting they were they were confining they were narrowing your your abilities
0: well and it makes sense to me what you're saying like all of a sudden dinged in my brain that it it literally replicate one of their their actual things that they do in their ceremonies is they go beneath to be reborn you know, if you become part of some of these clubs, you have to go through a rebirth ritual, which like you go beneath and it's like a death and you rise above for rebirth, which maybe they were emulating from some of these places, because that's exactly well, what it sounds and they like did that they with were doing. A lot of
1: the, they did that with a lot of these places, too. What they would do mm-hmm. is they would just des- if the, they would destroy a lot of these buildings, they'd keep the foundation and build their building on top. Same land, same spot but now they were going to put their energy into it and a lot of these and cathed- tunnels
0: and tunnels too uh, yeah.
1: I, yes a lot of underground and, and a lot because a lot of these cathedrals were pagan areas of mm-hmm. worship and they say they they didn't get rid of a lot of the relics they just put them down in hiding so they kept mm-hmm. all of this old pagan stuff and just put the new dressing on top and a lot of the old worship didn't go away either.
0: The and... one story I was telling you about Rome, that temple of Minerva was underneath the Catholic church. They built a Catholic church on top of it. And that's what we were visiting. And we went below because this guy was like f- kind of famous. It was a weird thing that happened to us because we shouldn't have been on the tour we weren't invited. He was very, he's famous. He, he like is on movies and like 300. And like, he does these fancy tours for celebrities and the Kardashians. Cause I thought he was full of it. And I wasn't going to go. Cause he comes up to me and he's this big muscly guy. And I'm like, you better walk the other way. My husband is getting a sandwich. He's coming right (laughs) back. He's as big as you, you know? And I'm like, he's a redhead. He's not going to like you (laughs) walk away. And I was like, you're going to get yourself in trouble. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, yeah, sure. You're going to give us a special deal. And he's like, no, no, really. And it was weird because he sought us out and it we weren't supposed to be there. And then all of a sudden we're on this off-grid tour where he has special access and all that stuff happened with my daughter. And it was just such a weird, now looking backward, being as normal as I was then, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Cause the Kardashian, now I'm like, oh my gosh, what were nope. you doing? <laughs> it's a whole nother, you know, it's a different, oh my gosh, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but be, be yeah, yeah, exactly. So I have one more question for you. Cause I know I've kept you forever and all right. I'm just going to say one word and we'll see what you think clonade <laughs> yeah do you know about clonade
1: yeah it's oh man it's I, weird huh it, it's it's so weird because it, you think about it too and then you you see what's been popularized they popularized the clone wars with star mm-hmm. wars out of all things they came out with the clone wars and i don't know i mean as far as them being able to clone you know, specific people. I think it's difficult. Right. I think they've tried. But here's the thing. You have to be able to age these things also. Right. So I think that that there's stages to it. So I don't know. I'm not sold on the whole Biden's a clone thing. I'm more into the idea of prosthetics and masks and things like that and body suits. But Is it absolutely possible that there are cloning? I think absolutely. Because what did we talk about before? Unnatural, synthetic. What are they trying to do? They're trying to play God.
0: Yeah, they said that in 2000, so it was such a weird thing that I ran across, said in 2003, they came out on a press conference, aid did, and this lady that's their vice president or something, she came out and she's French. And she said, Oh, we, we did it. The first baby, her name is Eve, a girl, yeah. of course, name Eve. Right. And then they kind of fell off. And then all of a sudden, the next thing I'm watching is like a 60 minutes from four or five years ago. And they're like, Oh, we're gonna, we are going to clone the first per-. I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen this girl before. I I didn't place it at first, but this isn't crazy, like um back fringe things. This was on CNN and 60 Minutes. Okay. So I'm watching it and I'm like, I know this late than this weird guy because he dresses all crazy. And I'm like, I've seen this before. So I went back and researched it. And I'm like, they already did this. They said they did this already. And I think that they definitely know. Well, I they
1: gave they us Dolly the Sheep, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yep. okay, we're going, Oh, okay. And acting like they've never done anything else mm-hmm. now. Is it why would you stop? Yeah. Is it at the Q level where you know they have these dungeons, subterranean layers all over the country that are loaded with you know these clones and are celebrities cloned and things? I don't I don't think so yet. I think they I I definitely think they do human animal experiments. I think they've created chimeras and things like that and hybrids, absolutely. But
0: I think if they're cloning anything and having success, it would be on a baby, like a baby level, like cloning to make a baby, not necessarily making a full grown, like cloning me right now at this level of my life, you know, like they could make maybe a baby me, you know, and make another one. They could
1: take your DNA and make something. Now, is it going to be an exact replica of you? I don't think they're there. Who even knows? I mean, they may be, but I don't. I just don't see it. I I cuz I think it would and, be more prevalent.
0: And that goes to the spirit of uh you know it goes back to the lady the scarlet woman and being the horror of abominations because if they are like an npc or i personally for me i feel like they're a vessel for the nephilim that are dead because they are lost and wandering in the desert, always looking for a place to be. And so I think a lot of it is this God worship to these gods, you know, that are, are Anunnaki, Nephilim, whatever you want to call them that I feel like a lot of times it goes back to the gods and that they have, they have these spirits they need to house, not necessarily. They don't care about making a new me. Like, unless I fit somebody's bill of what they want to look like, you know,
1: you but you otherwise absolutely no. nailed Hollywood. You nailed politics. You nailed all of it. It's they need vessels for these vessels. demonic spirits for these yes. entities because they cannot create physical bodies. So they have to find souls or vessels.
0: They make to, deals with those people. Those people give it up on their own. Those people exactly. are exactly they inhabited.
1: They willingly exchange it for Babylonian money magic, you know, Mm -hmm. for all the gifts and treats. Now there's other folks that give it away. I think by being by trauma, by being in low frequencies, you know, I think you're more susceptible when you're at, you're in that kind of state, when you're in a, 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 you know, traumatized, a demoralized state, I think you're like an
0: MK ultra type state. Yeah. yeah. Like a weird, uh uh-huh where you're programming state, you're
1: open to those you're because the way I look at it, like, I, I see us as radios, right? And we put out a frequency. And for me and you to be able to communicate, we have to be able to receive the same station. So if I'm driving, and you know, I get to your station, and it's all static, well, we can't communicate, we can't talk. And I think that's the way the spirit world works. Also, in a sense that, If you're on a certain frequency, you are more susceptible to those entities. Now, if you're at a higher frequency, I think you're and you're more, you know, spiritually sound or, you know, Mm -hmm. your soul is more uh, valued than giving it up for some money. I think I, I absolutely. And I think that's what possibly these clones could be our soulless avatars that are, are vessels for entities that they know are out there, but they don't have a host.
0: There's no way to, I mean, there's only so many people they can ascertain by like Hollywood or whatever. I mean, there's, that's only going to fulfill such a small amount, you know, and then the rest are going to need to come from somewhere because there's a lot of people like me and you that are like, uh, no. I'm not about this. Like I know who God is and I don't need a building or uh, like any of the shit. Like I know what it is. Like I got it. You know, I got, I got it. I'm good. And, and a lot of people can't be bought and that's where they want us to be. And I know from being, I mean, I was traumatized at a pretty high level and then put into basically a cult for most of my life till I was 34. I was in Mormonism and I didn't even know like I would, but I was, I knew this, I was sick all the time. I was miserable all the time. I I've never been fatter, more miserable, unhealthy, unattractive. People will look at me back then and say that can't even be, that's like, not you. My husband always, right? Yeah. My husband laughs and he's like, it's not just the weight, but you look like, like related to you. Like maybe like your sister, you know, not my real one, but like, it could be a sister. Yeah. And He's like, but it honestly doesn't look like you, like everything has changed. And I'm like, because everything did change when you get away from it and you develop your soul. And that doesn't mean church is never going to get you here, people. And I'm not disrespectful to any person that likes to go to church. If you want to go to church and commune with others, that is amazing. But two or more in his name is church. And you don't have to go to every little thing and do every little thing that they say, like, take it. A step at a time, and read the Bible, and get to know God. Like, just figure that out, you know. And try it on you your own that, before you yeah. go to somebody
1: else. You know, exactly. see if you can make a connection. Read the book. On your own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's out there.
0: Oh, and people won't do it a lot of times. They, if you talk to Christians, a lot of them have not. Not they do not spend time reading the Bible, but they spend time in church. They spend time doing other things, which is all admirable. I'm not like docking it at all. Like I spend a lot of my time serving my fellow man as well. But I don't do that.
1: Someone told me to. Superficial on their part. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. It's I'm doing it to show that I show up. It's Mm -hmm. I'm not. They're not. Their soul isn't there, so to speak. You know, they're, they're just, just checking off it. the box. It's yeah. the thing to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why yep. that's my problem with organized religion is a lot of those people are the most screwed up people oh. and the most perverted people out there because they suppress it all because they mm-hmm. they, they just want to do that. They yes. it's the thing I had to do. But the real me is this person, you know, and yep. it's,
0: they get it's, out later and they ruin their families or implode everything at some point in their life because they didn't get to live a certain way or whatever they want to do. But the thing is, is you never realize what you're taking down with you, you yep. know, and you have to step away from yourself. And really people don't do this anymore because what are we? We are in Crowley's world of everyone is a star. Well,
1: did you see the movie yeah. that's coming out today? It's called uh-uh. The Shift. And um, it's what if uh, Satan... Was on the world today, and what would he do? You know, mm-hmm. so he's just a regular guy and he's living amongst us, and it's it looks great. Have to look
0: at it, yeah, yeah. I like movies still, I still go, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out because if I, it's
1: good, it's worth you know, like it, yep. a good movie. But the problem is, I think one of the things that's happened with this whole synthetic route is we've lost creativity. If you mm-hmm. look, from, you know, you can start. You can track it kind of to like the '60s. The creativity mm-hmm. you've seen an, a spike, a significant spike in technology, but at the same time, a significant increase or decrease in creativity. Yeah, it's because almost,
0: everybody stopped being yeah. Like, and also I feel like it was because we became more like in the eighties, they got really like reformed into like the suits, you know, like everybody was like, Oh, we got to be at this level and we got to have all these things. And everybody needs a Lambo. Like my daughter said to me though, she's 10. She's like, yeah. And when I grow up, I want a Lambo. I'm like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like I, I sat her down and said like, no, that's stupid. That is a stupid waste of money. And blah, 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 even if you had a million tons of money, this is like a dumb thing to do, you know? And I sat, I mean, I was nice about it, but I just was like, this is just a trap, like for you to spend all your money on this car, you know, that you're never going to really, I can't even go anywhere. I'd rather have yeah. my FJ any day, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? But like, you- yeah, the kids don't get it. You know, yeah. they just, they want to be cool, but they're not, the, and then they try and say, well, I'm being original. And I'm like, no, you're not. All your friends dress just like you. Everyone looks like you. Everyone's doing the same thing. It's just like a lot of different movements, a lot of different things. I'm like, you, nothing you're doing here is anything on your own. You all look the same, just so you know, you know, and it, it's, it's fine. If you want to do that, that's fine. As for me, I spent 34 years in a cold. I'll never do it again. I'm going to be myself at whatever cost that brings me because I'm not going to do that anymore. Like nobody's going to ever tell me w- what I should or shouldn't do. I know what I should or shouldn't do. I know I have this thing in me that tells me so.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> you there's, know? there's, there's that thing inside of you that tells you if something feels right, or if it feels wrong and if yep. it feels wrong, you might want to rethink that.
0: For 34 years, I told myself, No, it will. I remember the first words I said to my grandma in the temple, I said, this is really weird. What is going on here? And she said, don't worry, you'll get used to it. And I thought I shouldn't have to feel that way on my best day ever. Like this is supposed to be my best day ever. You know,
1: You you should feel like you're, it's like your wedding day, right?
0: Yeah. And it didn't, it felt scary. I felt scared. And I was afterward, I was like, what the hell did we just do? Like, what is going on? You know? And I'll never do that to myself again. Not ever. Because God talks to you more than you might realize. If you just listen, you know,
1: you (laughs) got to, you uh, you have to have open ears though. And a lot of the times we don't, I'm guilty of it. I, you know, I'll put the blinders up as much as possible until it slaps you in the face. And then you're like, (laughs) shh.
0: That's always
1: a rough one. I know you gave me all these warnings, but I thought I could get by this time. he's like, Nope, sorry, partner. Not this time. I told you,
0: but, and it's true. Like how many times do you kick yourself and say, I knew I shouldn't have done. I knew that was this or that it's not, God. Isn't like, you think it is like, God is all around you. When it says, pray always and do not cease. It means have a constant, uh, talk with him. Like it's all a dialect is always in there going. Like if you really stop for a minute and think about it, like that feeling you get like, Oh, don't run that stop sign. oh don't do this. oh that guy needs some help today. You know, go smile at this person, go say hi to that person. Like it's so little, it's so insidious, but you may not know how important it is. Yeah. Just, you don't. You know, and now I don't even question it. I just do it. My kids think I'm crazy, but
1: and <laughs> it's
0: yeah, my especially because they got really they turned a lot of that off in 2020 successfully. They isolated people enough where my son said, nobody talks to each other like that anymore. Cause he said, Oh, you knew that lady at the store. Where did you know her from? And I said, I don't know that lady. And he said, mom, you just like had a full conversation with that lady. You, you had to have known her. I'm like, I don't know her. And he's like, well, why'd you start talking to her? I said, I don't know. She came up to me and said something. And then it just turned into a conversation. And he's like, why would you talk to a weirdo stranger that long? And I'm like, I don't know because she talked to me and he's like, Oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. And I'm like, no, it's normal. It's really normal. They probably went home and had a better day.
1: Yeah. Now (laughs) it's got to be through all their communications through the phone though. You know, that's the, that's a strange thing. It's like everything is through the black mirror now and it's, it's getting scarier and scarier because they're trying to make that natural and it's the most unnatural thing out there. You know,
0: how much of it is conjuring? (laughs) What did he do with that black mirror?
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. And what
0: runs AI, what runs all this stuff? Like this is all, and then people, the, the shit they want to focus on. Cause this always comes up. Cause I wear makeup. I'm like, listen, I understand if I looked like a whole different person when I woke up in the morning, that's not okay. All right. I get that's deception. I put on some eyebrows and a little bit of blush. I don't think that's going too far. Let's get real here. You know, it's not the same thing, but they want to focus on that. And they're like, Ooh, but that's magic. That's one of those things, those forbidden knowledge. I'm like, do you use a phone? And they're yep. like, oh, well, that's not the same thing. I'm like, do you own anything? Cause you shouldn't own anything. It's prideful. Yep. And then they're like, Oh, well, no, it doesn't say that. I'm like, it certainly does. It says a lot of things you might want to brush up on it but it's just funny to me that they'll focus on those little tiny things because they don't want to see the big picture.
1: Yes. Cuz if you
0: do, then you Well, got and to it's acknowledge easier to,
1: all of it. Isn't it easier to point out someone else's flaws than look at your own, you know? And no, that's the other thing. Sure. We have a lot of people that love to call everybody else out when their house is not in order themselves. Absolutely. So.
0: And we all fall short. I I tell my husband and everyone on this podcast I'll say right now again, I fall short of the glory of God every single day, but at least I wake up tomorrow and try again because yeah. I, my heart is dedicated to God. That's where my Christian podcast lies. My heart is dedicated to God. That's all you really need. Like it'll get you there. Trust yeah. me, you know, I Absolutely. mean, at least we're trying to change something. At least we're trying to at least say something, you know, it, it's not always easy. Well, and the
1: other thing is, is we're supposed to evolve as creatures, right? We're supposed to grow throughout life. And it seems like most people stop growing once they get a job, get married, have kids, that's it. You know, they stop growing at that point. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it just becomes, they get stuck in the loop and, you know, that's the part of the game, right? It's, it's one of the traps and I think one of the key things is to always strive to grow and to be a different or not different, but better person than you were the year before something has to change. If you're, if you're the same person that you were a decade ago, uh, that's not good. Nothing
0: changes (laughs) if nothing changes. Right. Yeah. And the worst thing we can see as a nurse, like I've been a nurse 24 years, the scariest thing we'll ever see as a nurse is another nurse walk on the floor and know everything. They'll come on the floor. If they're the type of person that's like, oh, I know I've done that. I've done this. I don't need to know. Yeah, I know how to do that. That's a terrifying person because every single person, as much knowledge as I've had, as many things as I've done, there's always something that's going to be new. Like you can yep. always learn, you know, I want to every single day. Like, I hope I never get to a point where I'm so stagnant that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know everything. Oh, this you is know? boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how how stuck up is that? You know, that's just pompous. I mean, I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: people get there, though, you know, money, yeah. fame, no. a little bit of attention and and it goes right to people's heads. Oh, 100% of oh, that is so
0: true, especially money. And that's why it's mentioned a lot in the Bible about rich men getting to heaven. And I'm not saying I wouldn't like more money because that would be great and all. But like, also, I feel like if you get to that level where it's so much that you, you lose a piece of yourself in it somewhere.
1: Well, and what did you do to get that money? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the other part of it, too, is is again, did you make a deal to get that money? Did you compromise yourself to get that money or did you do it altruistically? And and it has two totally different meanings depending on how you attain it
0: and what you do with it. You know, I know no matter even my son said to me, Mom, what if you get to the point where you can do podcasts all the time and that's like your job? And I said, no, I'll always be a nurse because nurses die. They don't quit. (laughs)
1: Like he
0: started laughing. He's like, You're so weird because it hurts your body. I'm like, Yeah, but I love my job. Like it's, it's who I am. Like I like to help people, like whether I make, even if I had all the money and I only made my little amount like per day as a normal nurse, you know, I would still do it. Like that's just part of who I want to be, you know, because if you don't go outside of yourself sometimes, what a sad existence. And yeah. not just your children and your family. I'm talking about go outside of yourself, you know, even in just prayer, like it's a wonderful thing. So that's me. I don't know. <laughs> I took you way off, off the beaten path and I've kept you a really long time. <laughs> Do you want to hit on anything else? Did we cover
1: all the fun things? Oh, we could Did go we for miss anything? hours. Uh, I Ooh. mean, yeah, I think, no, I think we hit if, if you're looking at it. And anybody that's interested, check out the orphan trains, the incubators, and uh, the cabbage patches, you know, and and see what's out there. It could be a whole lot of nothing, but there could be more to it. You know, it's it's one of those things when you really start digging into it, you scratch your head and you're like, what the hell just (laughs) happened?
0: Yes. I'd love to have you back or vice versa. Another time about the temple. I would love to show you some of the mud flood pictures and all the weird
1: oh, abs- stuff I, I found old on that. So <laughs> I am in.
0: You're like, all right, don't keep me hostage for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Cause you get talking and then you're like, Oh my gosh, has it really been that long?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I, hate that. Cause I don't have a clock around, so I never know. And then I finish, and I'm looking around and I get out there and I'm like, Uh, i was in there for three hours yeah it felt like 45 minutes
0: right it does yeah i could keep going and going but i don't want to i don't want to totally take up your whole night so but i appreciate you coming on so much thank you oh this was great i had a i had a (laughs)
1: great time
0: me too all right well and everybody go check out his cabbage patch series is really good in the orphan trains it was it was great. Like that was something where I was like, Oh my gosh, does anyone know him? I need to talk to him. (laughs) I was like, this is awesome. So you did a really good job on those. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All of your stuff is great in general, but I really enjoyed those. So I thought it was very mind provoking, wondering exactly where all these people went and exactly what happened to them. That's a wild ride. That's a very interesting story. So Anyways, this has been a wonderful time and I appreciate you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Heidi. Want
0: to tell them one more time where they can find you?
1: Yeah, you can find all my stuff on uh, Instagram at the Great Deception Podcast. Uh, I'm on all the podcatchers. So same thing, Great Deception Podcast. I have a Patreon um, where you can get all the Monday Night Master Debaters, which is kind of a sideshow I do every Monday. Um, on The videos are on there. Everything else is audio only and then uh yeah so feel free to reach out to me if you ever want any more information links books resources i love passing along the information so hit me up
0: awesome thank you so much again have a good night do you love the unfiltered rise and wish there was more well now you're in luck Head on over to Patreon and check out all our tiers for extra episodes, early drops, ad-free episodes, and more. And don't worry, Free Feed, we would never forget you. I love all my listeners. I'll never cut the episodes in half, and I'll never skimp on those as well. But if you want to support us, that's a great way to do it. And we have something in return for you. So come
1: check us out. You won't be disappointed. Have a blessed day.